friends, and welcome to another episode of Living in Hope, and I'm your host, Cassie Merritt. So I'm thinking today is going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast. We'll see. Um, I am in control of the microphone today, so that could be a little dangerous, <laughs> but I am going out of my comfort zone as well because I usually am the person interviewing someone else and they're in the spotlight, but I thought today I'd put myself in the spotlight and share a little bit of my testimony with all of you. In almost every podcast so far, I try to ask each of my guests what hope means to them. So what does hope mean to me and why in the world do I keep talking about it? (laughs) Let me begin by sharing when I first saw hope up close and personal, almost so personal that I could touch it and I could feel it. Um, I wasn't always close to Christ. I did grow up in a Christian home and at one point I did fully believe in God. I did have a good relationship with him. But I think I lost my closeness with him when my parents divorced when I was a kid. Um, I think I was 14 years old. But I just stopped trusting in God after that, which is so sad. But long story short, I went through a lot of pain from my own choices. And, you know, I got into drugs and Um, alcohol, drinking, lying, all that horrible stuff that overtook my life from choices that I have made. But I stopped caring about God altogether. But you see, there was a person in my life that motivated me with their every last breath to find Christ again. This person was my mom. Uh, Sadly, my mom passed away to a very aggressive brain cancer called glioblastoma, and I think I was about 24 years old when she passed away. Even though she is gone from Earth today, her story still remains deep in my heart, and honestly, I love sharing it because, and I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again, God uses everything, right? And only he can create something completely beautiful out of something so awful. And that, my friends, is the narrative of my testimony. Before my mom's diagnosis, she had a horrible seizure, um, which led her to go to the emergency room. And she had CT scans and CAT scans and whatever kind of scans um, to just figure out what happened. So eventually we learned that she had a mass on her brain. And so they had to do surgery to really figure out what this mass was. So one day when we were about to find out my mom's diagnosis, My family sat around my mom's bed in that chilly hospital room, um, silent. We were all silent because I'm sure, you know, we were all flipping through our heads about all the possibilities of what the doctor was about to tell us. Dread, you know, filled my entire body when I heard those metal hinges on that door creak open because, you know, the night before I spent so many hours just researching, trying to figure out what's going on with my mom. So I knew what the doctor was about to tell us was most likely not good news. But in this moment, I still held on to something. 
I still had a little nudge of something pushing me to believe that we were about to receive good news. I actually remember turning to my grandma um, before the doctor came in and said, you know what, I think someday we're all going to be sitting around the dinner table at Christmas or whatever, and we're going to talk about this day. And of course, I envisioned my mom being there with us as well. So that nudge, that feeling I was having, um, it was me still being hopeful. But every word that came out of the doctor's mouth that day quickly began wiping away any hope I had. The doctor said words like cancer, terminal, aggressive. But the sentence that completed the full removal of my hope was, she only likely has a few months to live. As you can imagine, I felt so many emotions in this moment, but hopeful was definitely no longer one of them. I began processing, you know, what does my mom's future look like? You know, panicking with every thought because now I knew that I was going to lose my mom forever. When I looked at my mom, I expected to see, I don't know, um, fear. (laughs) But instead, I saw through her tears something I didn't quite understand yet. And she looked at all of us and said, I get to go be with God. At this point in my life, that was the last thing I was thinking of. You know, I was thinking of the end. So when she said that, it was kind of almost like a... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. (laughs) But even that thought angered me. And I know that sounds bad, but it didn't necessarily anger me that God was taking my mom from me, you know, even though I'm sure I was upset about that. But it was how he was going about it that upset me. You see, the second my mom had her seizure, she no longer was able to communicate with us very well. Um, She lost her ability to walk and couldn't remember things for very long and even began forgetting our names, her family's names. So, of course, I lost hope. Hope in the fact that good things could still happen to us. Hope that God actually cared about me, cared about my family. But what I didn't understand when I looked at my mom in that moment was that I was looking at a person who had nothing but hope left. My mom could have lost her faith in God. She could, um, I mean, she was losing her voice, her memory, mobility, strength, and it just continued to get worse. And it would have been so easy for the devil to get in there, right? To get in there with his fear and convince her that our God is not good, that he was the one doing this to her, that um, God was going to take away her family and she's still young, you know, put all those thoughts in her mind and convince her that God's just not good like he did to me. But instead, because of that fear she was probably feeling in that moment and because of that hope she held on to, oh man, she ran as hard as she could towards God. And I mean it, she did it the whole entire time. 
one of my favorite verses, and I have a lot of them, <laughs> but uh, one of them is Isaiah 41.10, and it says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you, and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. The day my mom was told she had brain cancer was the day I began seeing what hope really means, what fully trusting in God looks like. And the next couple of months, I watched my mom smile through pain, laugh through tears, pray through distress. And even when words failed her, she would do everything possible to show how much she loved God. On June 21st, 2016, that was the day my mom passed away. Anyone who has been through it knows that grief is a very dark place to be, right? And when you don't believe in God, it's the scariest place to be. I wanted to get out of the darkness and, you know, I didn't want to be in that dark place anymore. I felt like nobody understood what I was going through. Nobody could feel what I was feeling. But the light that God was shining for me to help me get out of there was the memory of my mom. Because, you know, instead of seeing my mother crying or being scared or begging for her life, I saw peace in her eyes, strength. And as crazy as it sounds, I even saw excitement. That, that was what I was holding on to. That is what I wanted for myself. Nighttime was a time I dreaded most, right? I don't know what it is about nighttime, but <laughs> that's when all the bad thoughts come out. The things that you're scared of or um, things you worry about, you know, I just absolutely hated going to bed because I knew that I was going to be in silence, left with my thoughts. Many nights were spent crying. I cried so much. And one night I got out of bed. I was over it. I was done. And I fell to the floor as a flood of darkness overtook every inch of my being. And I began praying while I slammed my fist down on the ground. And yes, my husband was in bed. He just slept through it. <laughs> but I was slamming my fist down out of, out of anger. And I was saying, God, if you are real, then where are you? Help me remove my pain. You guys, I prayed this over and over every night, every morning. Even though I couldn't see him working in me in those moments, he was slowly tearing down my walls that I had built up myself. You know, the walls of fear, anger, grief, sadness, and replacing them with, you guessed it, <laughs> hope. I began picking up my Bible and reading it and started going to church because I was searching for that same look of hope my mom had. And I eventually found it. I did. I found it at a women's retreat that our church was holding. But as I looked around me, I felt that familiarity of what I once saw in my mom. I saw it in everyone's eyes as they praised God. 
I realized I was finally feeling something that I had been begging for. You know, all those nights that I was praying for, I was finally feeling it. And that was God's peace. I looked back at my life wishing that I would have had this comfort the whole time, right? Man, why could I have had God's comfort throughout all the hard times in my life? And, you know, it, it was my own choices and my own decision that I didn't have that. But almost immediately and powerfully, I heard God say, my child, I was there the whole time. And I knew that was the most truthful thing I have ever felt and heard in my life. I knew that for the rest of my life, I would live by the same thing my mom did. And that was God's hope. So hope to me, it's showing the same confidence my mom did, handing our life over to God without fear. Trusting in our God is hope. Knowing that there is more than life on earth is hope. Knowing that God is with us, no matter what, every day, all day, is hope. So you know what hope actually really truly is? It's God. God is our hope. Today I have peace because I have hope. Because I trust in God. And I feel so blessed to be able to share this with all of you. See why hope is so incredibly important to me (laughs) and see why I talk about it all the time. I just absolutely love this gift that God has given us because hope can get us through anything, any trial. You could name any trial right now. And if you have hope, No matter what, God's going to get you through that. It may not be the way you want it to go, but um, he uses everything. Like I said before, he uses it all. And he is continuously working in our lives. Even when we can't see it, he is always working. I want you all to know what hope is and how important it is. And that's why I took this next step of creating the podcast. And I'm so happy to have my church and um, Matt and Josie come alongside me to help make this possible. But I would love actually to hear what hope means to you. What, What does it mean in your life? Follow us on Facebook. Um, I will leave a link in the description, but I would love to hear what hope means to you. I'll post a little question on there, but um, and leave a comment. I truly honestly want to hear what it means to all of you because it is a powerful word and I'm finding that it all means the same thing to all of us, but the way we describe it is a little bit different. And I always love hearing that. And that's why I ask all our guests that question, because I always get a little bit of a different answer. But thank you so much, guys, for listening to this podcast today. Um, It is short. I did pretty good. Hey, (laughs) pat on the shoulder. I could have really went on and on. But yes, follow us on Facebook. Leave a review on the podcast. It helps us out. It really does help us out to know what you guys are thinking of this. But anyways, have a great rest of your week and I will see you next Monday. 